0: All right, well, welcome back everyone. Good to be back. How we guys, how we doing? How y'all doing? Great. Excellent. Fantastic. Hell yeah. Well, welcome back. If you are here and if you're new or if you're here and you're uh, recent and a frequent listener, um, welcome to What You Spin In. This is episode 12. Um, little change of pace um i will be hosting this time it's not really a big deal but we're just gonna go with it um so we got we got the same cast as always you know we got uh we got matt we got dorian and then we got our boy george um we are all excited we got some great music this week we had a lot of real good stuff to talk about and Got some exciting stuff for next week, also. Um, so just stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, um, how are we guys doing? We got any any thoughts you want to give out or anything you want to shout out at first?
1: Yeah, I just want to mention like, real quick, uh, I want to apologize for last week. Um, I got a little sauced up. <laughs> uh to the point where i was slurring my words and stuff like that and cutting people off so i apologize for for that and the listeners and especially the viewers because uh, i was not like a pretty thing to watch <laughs> uh so yeah i i apologize for not keeping it professional um and i just want to make fun of myself because i was being a clown <laughs> so, it's all good all, all good,
0: good
2: part, all good yeah just
1: wanted to get that out of the way, but I'm excited
0: to talk about these uh, i No, no worries, man. Thanks for thanks for saying that at least, because yeah, I mean, it happens sometimes, but you know, it's not it's not too big of a deal. We don't take it too too to heart, you know. Yeah. But Fact. uh, Thank you. But, yeah, we got a uh, we got some great stuff this week. Um, I don't know who would like to go first, but oh, another thing, quick before we start, wanted to mention also just get it all out of the way um, still on uh, still on Spotify if you could catch us on there um, you could check out our YouTube channel if you want to see us face to face and then you can also still keep up with our uh, playlist that we have we just have a bunch of uh, random music from the albums that we're talking about so a couple of things if you want to listen to
3: um, yeah we'll see. have to we'll have to have who made the playlist again because I think we'll have to have because I didn't I didn't make it we'll have to have it sent to Matt so he can add stuff was it uh, it was me but it was on my old account so I
1: Oh yeah it's a tricky but it's uh it's it's it's
3: open anybody can join it's a club. okay yeah so yeah.
2: I'll okay, just send cool. me a link at one point. Yeah. I
3: did, I'll send it again. And also, speaking of links, uh, the links to the Spotify version of the pod and the playlist with all the music from the episodes is—they're uh, in the description of most of the episodes. The Spotify version, more recent ones. But uh, yeah, you can find that in the description.
0: Facts. Yep. Yep. Good. Uh, good thinking. And yeah, we'll we'll keep uh, keep adding to that playlist if you do want to listen here and there. Um, but yeah, let's just jump right into it um, first album first pick Who said um, I?
3: I'll go first. Yeah, we can we can talk about mine first. Let's do it. it's, it's no problem All right, so as y'all saw on last week's episode toward the end uh, I brought up run the jewels two by run the jewels. Let's get that glare out of there. Want
2: some <laughs>
0: I'm greatness, a wife in Vegas. It's all paid for. a sign the papers. Used to date, but i made a my main bitch. us a place on a late to make we might my neighbor. Straight from Grayfield. Any invader gets saved, stay killed. I'll land. might feel the safer. Call when the get paid painted great front. Bad news, bear her, piece of creep ball. Drive a rape band mull at band We do vicious, you do witness, you don't clap shit, use a cricket. Run the days, we don't run so much. It's all fun and games, so my days get scared. Uh
3: their second album, uh I always misquote years on this goddamn show. It came out in 2014. Uh, was voted Best Rap Album of 2014 by multiple playlists or multiple magazines like Pitchfork and Complex. Uh, one of my favorite albums in Ooh, just remembered, since we talked about actual vinyl last week with the Mok I wanted to show off too. Because this is nice. Hard flex. It's on hey. a... Yeah. It's on a- clear disc with splatter on it, it, it uh, rather than it having like ah. side a or side b it's got middle finger and then <laughs> sign and then the fingers that's pretty cool depict the side of the disc that you're on uh yeah just wanted to plug that real quick because it's fucking sweet nice. um so yeah but one of my favorite albums uh of the past decade uh, so I've got I've got quite a bit to say about it, but what did uh, what did y'all think?
2: I enjoyed it. I'd never heard it before, you know, I've listened to some of Killer Mike before with his past projects, but never listened to Run the Jewels. Uh, and that album's pretty pretty heavy right away. It just hits you, you know. There's a lot of different beats and electronica going on. They've got some cool guest appearances. For, you know, got Zach from Rage in there. and That was really cool to hear him. He's always thrown us His intake on some of those different artists and it was fun to watch and and listen to and uh one of my favorite songs on the album is early uh it's got great beats uh the overall music in general is just great uh all my life is a good track uh oh my darling don't cry close your eyes um just start to finish you know i like i enjoyed it um and i feel like i haven't heard a lot of hip-hop duos uh, for a while since like outcast and you know kind of that genre and, and these guys kind of set a new bar in my opinion for for that that combination um so it was good to see that again you know i need i want to plan to dive in their their discography a little bit more on my own and, and listen to the first album and yeah. i guess they gave this album away for free when it came out which is really cool i didn't know that uh, i know a lot of a lot of artists were doing that back in the 2000 era and 2010 era so that was cool to see yeah. um some of the the lyrics are a little bit cynical and dark but at the same time, uh, it was fresh and new to me, you know, I hadn't heard stuff like that in a while. So I really enjoyed it. It's a great album. I, I thought it was some of the
0: lyrics are like downright hilarious too. like, like the intro to like the first song, uh, Jeopardy, me and Dorian were like listening to this uh, a couple days ago and <laughs> it's like, it's uh, like, He's like I'm going to bang this bitch the fuck out. <laughs> He's like going into it. Like I I had I had slept on this album too, dude. Um I heard Run the Jewels like the first one and I liked it. Um I wasn't too crazy about it. But um and I had heard a couple of songs off of this album, but listening to it like front to back, man, it's like really good. Um I thought it was that's great beats. Great beats by LP. Um, and I think it's really cool that LP, he's not only producing, but he's also rapping on it, um, which is really fucking dope. Um, same thing compared with Killer Mike. Like, come on. Um, especially on uh, Oh My Darling. Like that song, the beat to it. Um, when it just comes in and, <laughs> and the lyrics too, it's like, Uh, fuck the law they can eat my dick that's where the pimp (laughs) like the lyrics to that they have is is like pretty funny Um, but the beat to that song is just man it's so good Um, and it had me coming back like every time I'd listen to this album I kept coming back to that song because that song was super good Um, but yeah I think it's a great album really digging it definitely looking for this now in the physical i've seen it in store and now i'm like dude i want to get it but yeah it's it's fucking badass what uh what what's your take on it george
1: um so i'm like i like LP. I, there's just something about him he's just like so chill um uh, i don't know if you guys uh know uh I think it's called Russian Roulette on Mass Appeal, the channel where they have different producers and they just pick random albums and make a beat out of it. LP was on one of those episodes and uh, he just smashed it out of the park. Um, And like you said, Jacob, it's super cool to see somebody producing and then also rapping. Um, Super awesome skill set to have. Uh, Killer Mike, he is such a humble funny nice dude um and to see him like (laughs) throw some funny lines throughout this album it's it's hilarious um i listened to uh blockbuster part one um that was my introduction to them because that was on a need for speed game um that i used to play and uh I would always try to like skip the tracks to like listen <laughs> to listen to that one, because it just goes so hard. Um, and like how you mentioned, Matt Zach Delarocca is like that. I that's so awesome that he's on this. Uh, they have Travis uh, uh, Barker on here too, um, and I think it was re- it's really cool because this album bridges the gap between uh, rap and, and electronic music, which isn't really a thing even now i feel like maybe or maybe i'm just like not aware of it but um yeah blockbuster part one such a banger um there's another song too that i definitely enjoy a ton um close your or no love again love again is so good um Gangsta Boo, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with Gangsta Boo. Um, yeah, it's just a very interesting album, and especially at, at the time it came out, because this was like right after the whole, um, how do I say it? Like the dubstep thing that was going on, that kind of just like blew up. I don't know where, like around 2010, and then this came out, and it was very fitting for, for that time period. Um, but you go back and listen to it and you're like, yo, this could have came out yesterday. Um, and yeah, it's just cool. And then also I wanted to ask Dorian cause I didn't look it up, but like, what is the meaning? Do you know the meaning behind the, the gun with the fist and the thing?
3: Yeah. So run the jewels. It's uh shout out to, I think like a ludicrous lyric from the nineties or something. And, uh, the pistol and the fist is someone holding up a dude at gunpoint and the dude giving him the chain because he's getting held up oh, and so um, it's a reference to their name run the jewels yeah it's pretty sweet <laughs>
1: it's <really laughs> cool. last um last episode i forgot to mention it um cause i was soft <laughs> but uh the there is a lyric somewhere where he guru says something about this this and this i'm running the jewels and i thought of i thought of run the jewels is that
3: where they got that from? <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I just I thought it was, yeah, it was a Yeah, it was a specifically from, like, a certain song by a rapper. I want to say it was ludicrous. I looked it up earlier this week. I can't recall off the top of my noggin. But, fuck, it could have been Gangstar.
0: <laughs> I think that's cool. I like that that they did that for all of their albums. They kept it, like, consistent. Like, it's always the hand with that that's a gun and then the other hand that's like handing over like jewelry or something and it's like different because like the first one was like the skeleton hand and it's like a black background i think and then the second one yeah. and then the third one's like a blue one with like a gold hand um so that's really cool it's cool that they're keeping it consistent um and it's always lp and killer mike it's really cool that they're fucking both doing this um, still I hadn't heard of this like besides those couple songs, this like woke me up and like really made me pay attention to it. Um, so thank you for bringing it up for sure, because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna keep listening to this. Um, Jeopardy, like the first like half of it, I'd say is like no skips. Like I could listen yeah. to it, like front to back, but the first half is like no skips. Like I'll just go through it and I'll let it all play out. Um, th- that Zach de la Roca feature, Dude, super good, um, but yeah, man, it's a fucking crazy ass album. I really liked it, so if I had this, I'd definitely be spinning it too. Yeah. Hey Dorian,
2: yeah. What's can that? we pause for like two seconds? All right, we're good. I'm back.
1: Sorry. Okay. <laughs> right, one no other- worries. Just like honor- honorable mention, the third album is i really like that album just rtj3 I, yeah i just want to throw out legend has it that song is woo. i yeah. was on i wish that was on this album that we're talking about
3: uh yeah. but it's yeah that song is so good that i think it was that song or nobody speak which was not on that album but uh i think it was legend has it was in the uh venom movie the first one
1: Oh, shit. I can't even recall that. Damn, yeah, it, I think it's at the... In the. You actually might like it, sorry. I think you might actually like it, Jacob. There's a beat switch on it, and I think that you might like it. So check out Legend Has It on RTJ. No, I've
0: heard it, yeah. I, that's, that's another one of the songs that I've like, heard about these guys, but like, I hadn't dove into all their music. What's
1: um, true is that he, they do what Jay-Z did with... Blueprint one, blueprint two, blueprint three, is that they're just naming their albums like one, two, three. Um and they're keeping it like consistent. And then also with the same logo too, which Jay-Z kinda did. Um so I thought that was really interesting and cool.
3: Yeah, no, this is like I said, this is one of my favorite albums. Uh I could talk at lengths about this. Uh but just a couple of highlights for me. Uh, Jacob you mentioned jeopardy a couple of times that's one of my favorite songs on this whole project and one of the things I love about that song so much is uh, LP's use of that saxophone sample at the end of the song and it's like just like the crashing beat and that sexy ass saxophone solo just ripping in the background is is incredible uh it's just a great tone setter I love when a I love when a starting track is like that it's like damn all right this like really paints the picture for what you're about to go and witness with this album. Uh, yeah, you guys already talked about the Zach feature. I'll uh, do respect. Georgie kind of mentioned that one. Uh, the Travis Barker song. I'll uh, do respect. Probably my favorite track off of this album. Uh, very much again, like you had said, very much an EDM feel to it. Uh, very, very like dark, heavy beats in uh, that chant sample that he has. It's like Jesus, that song's a—that's an anthem, basically. It feels like very stadium, like it just feels yeah. like you just got to play that loud, in my opinion. Um, I think this is an album that you
1: definitely like. This is something that you want to hear live from Yeah, I feel exactly. Like be absolutely wild to to listen to this
3: in person at a concert. Yeah, no, for for sure. Uh, All My Life, my favorite thing off of that song is the sample at the beginning and then Killer Mike saying what the sample was. And it's one time for the pill and the reefer man. And it's like, (laughs) and then he just starts chopping the beat up and like just destroying it. And I was like, God damn. But I'll cut it off. I'll cut myself off there. There's fantastic, there's fantastic production throughout this entire album. Uh, I'll go ahead and give my top three off of it. Number one, All Due Respect, Number two, uh, All My Life. And then number three, just because I've listened to this album so many times and that's always been a strong song for me, is Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck. Uh, Honorable Mention is Early, though, just because of Killer Mike's verse on that just really paints a picture. And it's just, yeah, Early's a fantastic track. But those are my thoughts on Run the Jewels too. I think I my
1: favorite three tracks, number one, Blockbuster Night, part one um love again and then also jeopardy i think those are my favorite uh tracks off of these albums or my top three at least um such a great album dude it's uh we we talked about a lot of genre genre bending like music um and this is definitely one of them for sure that i think is very important and hopefully it doesn't get like um how do i say like buried in between all these other music types but i think this is very special for the time that it came out and hopefully it gets its respect eventually um but yeah
0: i i wanted to mention lychee steel that song one of my favorites probably in my top three um just because the beat on it it's like it's like escalating and it's kind of sounds like an electronic beat. And then like it, it has those electronic like feels to it. Um, but really, I don't know if you or you, if you know what this is about George or, or Dorian, but I'm looking at the discography, they have run the jewels too. And then like a couple months after that, they had to meow the jewels. Yep. It's like the yep. same album cover, but like, and all the songs and everything, they're like, they have some sort of like cat reference like in the title and, and it's
2: pretty cool and
0: it's pretty funny. Have you What's that about? Like I have haven't actually heard that? it, but I'm looking at it.
3: So Meow the Jewels is uh, it was heavily done with Boots, who actually features he does the chorus and guest production on early on the original RTJ2. Uh, Boots basically remixed the whole album uh, with cat sounds basically redid the instrumentals but with cat sounds wow it's goofy it's goofy as fuck but it's actually it's actually interesting to listen to to be like oh god damn but yeah that was going they had like back to what i was saying with how it's impactful
1: at the time with you know what was going on in that uh year or whatever it, it's kind of funny like i mean you guys are aware of like <laughs> like cat girl ears and like uh, gamers with
2: like,
1: yeah. it was kind of like a nod to that, uh, especially because a lot of those, that group of people listen to like electronic music. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like pulling them in into this genre that is rap and hip hop. <laughs> um, and I think that's interesting. But yeah, I know what you were talking about Jacob. That's yeah. Just, yeah.
0: yeah. I just, I just had to talk about that. Cause I I've seen it. I haven't heard it. Cause I'm like, I just look at it, and i just like, that's real interesting, like, it, and it has, like, cat references in all of the songs.
3: Yeah, really like cool. six, seven years ago, you could find a vinyl copy of that at House of Records for a while. Oh,
0: damn, that's <laughs> cool, that's pretty cool.
3: It was pretty, I was like, what the fuck, because I was still looking for RTJ2, because I've been looking for it for that long, and I kept seeing the fucking cat version, and I almost bought it, just because, <laughs> I was just like, god damn it, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah what were you what else did you have to say jake um besides that um if
0: i had to pick my top three um from this album i'm picking uh light sheet steel um jeopardy just because that intro is super good and it, it's like such a bang to like it's like right in your face for for an intro of an album um and then oh my darling don't cry cause that that song fucking insane uh the intro to it and like the hilarious like little hook that he has on it um also my favorite but yeah great album fucking super stoked to be looking for this
2: yeah i enjoyed it a lot you know It was tough to pick my top three tracks but definitely early just because of you know all the music that was involved in that and just a good blend of a lot of different genres you know we're talking about the genre stuff but uh all due respect i like because i feel like killer mike's vocal in that. He's very like happy he like sounds like he's smiling when he's doing his flow and you know when you hear an artist that's that enthusiastic about his music it makes you that more much more interested in what he's saying so i really like that and then close your eyes because of the zach you know throw out so great album glad i got introduced to them and uh can't wait to check out the rest of their their stuff oh yeah
0: yeah, no, great pick. Fantastic pick, Dorian. Fucking love it. Um, that was Run the Jewels 2. Um, so let's get into it. Let's to the next one. But yeah, let's. Uh, so yeah, that was Run the Jewels 2. So segue into our next album. Uh, we got George's pick. George, what'd you have for us?
1: Plugs I Met by Benny the Butcher. Came out
2: 2019. And your vitals, a fast car with a gun, try and catch up the rivals. I got a lamb and a stick,
0: like I'm fresh up the Bible, huh? A young nigga with Mexican idols. I just left from Ohio. We met up for single de mile. Complexion for connection. I'm Elin Albino. I went broke and sold wax like I'm selling a vinyl, huh? Nigga, I know you're tight, you're not thorough. You're can't come around unless you got a referral It made
2: a couple bucks then you shot for your girl bought a bullshit watch now you on top of the world huh
1: it's a shorter album it's like 39 minutes i think it's actually very close to how the runtime on run the jewels um which is also i think 39 minutes funny enough um so i just want to mention like before i get into this on Tana Talk Three, there's an there's a song called Broken Bottles where he says, "Y'all mad about the drugs I flaunt? Just wait, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk about the plugs I met. I'm gonna have a whole album talking about the plugs I met." And he drops the plugs I met. Amazing. Uh, talk about foreshadowing. <laughs> like that's so dope. Um it's very dark and greedy. Um, I know a lot of people do not like it. Um, especially recently what happened in Buffalo with the the shooting. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Um, and then shout out to Benny. He literally went on the news to talk about the struggle of living in Buffalo and what it's like, uh, to bring awareness. Um, so I just want to throw that out there because yeah, he's talking about this stuff, but also, um a a lot of people want to i hate to be political because i'm an idiot and i don't want to bring any any of this into it but like a lot of people want to blame rap music for all the the violence that goes on but that's just not the case and so that that's why he was on there speaking about it um so yeah, I thought that was very cool, and I thought it was very uh, thoughtful for him to, as a rapper, and somebody who's involved with that community, his own community, spoke about it. That was very, very good um, to hear and to see. It, it definitely surprised me a lot. Um, but with that out of the way, this album is so gangster. Um, I the, the production behind it is just so, so good. Um Benny off, often talks about coke. Uh, and another rapper who is just known for coke raps is Pusha T and Pusha T is on this album. Uh which is super dope. Um but yeah, I'll have more to say, but what do you what do you what do you guys think?
3: Yeah, this was uh I think the first like solo Benny the Butcher song I heard through Jacob was uh Crowns for Kings, which that beat is just I love that. I love that drum beat on that song, and the Black Thought feature on it is really—it's really impressive to see. You know, we've kind of talked about it on a couple past episodes when we talk about these Griselda, these Griselda folk. Uh, that they surprise you because they're not exactly well known. They're—they're they're known, but you know, it's not like they're not up to like you know the levels of some other rappers that we hear a lot about today and they'll surprise you by getting somebody like fucking black thought on an album on a project, which is just incredible. And they go super well together in my opinion, Benny and Benny and him. Uh, yeah, I kind of like, uh, run the jewels two. You were mentioning very short, but very, there's a lot that's kind of packed into the short runtime. It's like short, but sweet, you know, to kind of wrap it up with a bow. Uh, yeah, I this was, again, like kind of my first dive into a full uh, Benny project because I am a loser and I haven't done Tana Talk 4 yet, uh, even though Jacob is probably going to that'll probably be his gift for me on on his last day is just punch me in the side of the head for just disregarding an album. He's been telling me to listen to for months. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but for a first dive in, just like I said last week with uh, Pray for Haiti by Ma I was pretty impressed. I liked it. It was, I feel like what did it more for me uh, was the the production on it was really stellar. I think that that, in my, like, I like the rapping and I like lyricism and everything, but I think the beats just were so impressive and there was so much different shit going on that that, that really took it home for me. But, yeah, I I liked it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, this, the Benny the Butcher is definitely one of those rappers that I feel like um, is very up and coming, um, especially coming from Griselda. He's kind of looked as in that group, the trio, as like the all star. You know, you could say he's got not only the raps, um, but he's got the lyricism and he's got the flows for it. And he usually gets really good producers and really good features, which for an album that talks like about like drugs and coke specifically, to have not only Black Thought but Pusha T on it. Um pretty yeah. fucking badass, you
1: know? Like you have someone who's like very like woke, like black thought on this album. Uh Crown Crown for Kings is a very interesting, very good track. Um and then sorry, uh can you Jacob, you have the album, can you like pull it because the back of it is super cool, and that's something that you don't see on, on Spotify. You don't see the back, but the back is like really cool
0: too. Yeah, I, I spun this because I have this thankfully. Um, but the back, it's it's the cover of it is pretty cool. It's like a our face, face Yeah, when it's when you see uh, that he's meeting Sosa and they're walking down the. It's it's pretty fucking badass. But uh, the back of it. The back of it. What do you mean?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. So he Benny the butcher and then he has two butcher <laughs> cleavers, meat cleavers.
3: Yeah. I thought
1: that was
0: funny. But dude, it's the fact that he got those guys on here um paired up with the production. He's got two Alchemist productions on it. He's got derringer producing on it. Um real real like gritty, real like real street rap. Um it's very gangster. The lyrics to a lot of the songs are insane, especially the um, Crowns for Kings with Black Thought. Black Thought, man, dude, he goes off on this beat. Um, but yeah, it's it's this is definitely one of those albums um, from Benny the Butcher that I feel like put him like in the forefront of, like, you know, he's like an up-and-coming rapper. Because Tana for him to follow this up with Tana Talk, like, right after Tana Talk 3, um, crazy, crazy, like, up-and-coming, like, crazy follow-up to that album, which that album is also, like, very highly regarded as his best album. Um, but one of my favorite songs that I like um, is Dirty Harry with uh, RJ Payne and Conway. Conway, dude, man, this guy, his bars are insane, man. Um, Like, he literally starts off, he's like, uh, what did he say? Look, it's do or die. You decide. Last guy who shot at me and missed, it was like committing suicide. I think it's a game. All we do is slide. Brody on the backseat, shooting some shit that's little Uzi size. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude. Conway like lyrically dude he's so gifted as like a rapper um and like yeah man every track there's like no filler there's no filler on this album every track is just a banger um but yeah man it's definitely one of my more favorite albums from Benny the Butcher so
1: I think so well, what I want to mention real quick and it's funny because his name is Conway the Machine he quite literally is a machine uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before when we talked about the Griselda squad, but he got shot in the back of the head um, and he has Bell's palsy and like half of his face is like down but that didn't stop him from rapping. Um, It's kind of funny. It also gives character to how he sounds. Uh, But the thing about Conway is that he's always cracking jokes throughout his raps. (laughs) constantly uh then you hear the ad-lib of him laughing after saying a line yeah that throughout every every song that he's on he does that constantly uh which is super funny um and then i also wanted to mention that benny i think the reason why benny is kind of like the star is because uh he's very articulate like he voices the words clearly to where people can understand it's like quite literally the opposite of stupid mumble rap you know where people are like (laughs) but he's like articulating you know like these wild ass stories um and it's dope yeah matt what did you what did you think about it
2: it was, it was my first introduction and I'm just going to circle back around with kind of what everybody's been saying because, you know, he's a cold lyricist. He's just like, just street. And uh, with a name like Benny the Butcher, I mean, you got to have that that presence. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Brother Lin Chung with his, his lyricist and like how dark he is and just, just like throwing it out there. But his flows were tight, you know. I didn't have any standout tracks because I thought the whole album was so short and sweet that, you know, it was just... Overall, a good like snippet of what he is. You know, I want to dive into that a little bit more, but I thought it was just like, you know, just in your face. Like, here I am. This is me. You know, it was was cool. It flowed. There wasn't anything negative about it. It was was cool. Short and sweet, pretty much. You know, but I'm a fan. I liked it. And I I
1: I wanted to mention too, Um, like, so there's a lot of like negative. A lot of people wouldn't like um five to 50 or yeah five to 50 is the last track it is my favorite track off of the, the the album um and it literally ended with his girl saying something super positive um which i want to bring up those lyrics real quick uh, i have to search it because spotify for some reason does not have those lyrics But it literally ends with his girl saying, "Um, well, everything is different now. Oh, shit. But everything is different now. Everything is legal. Benny doing what he loved to do. I don't have to worry about no more police kicking in our doors. Our life is good. And I think that was a very important uh, thing throughout this track. And funny enough, it literally ended this whole project with that line where it's like Benny was doing some crazy shit but now everything is good he's doing what he likes to do which is rapping and our life is good um and I think like not a lot of rappers talk about that like they'll talk about like all the all the shit that they've done and and how they've killed people or sold drugs um but nothing like that i never hear anything like this where it's like they express the different lifestyle now that they have and it's a a positive change so it ended even though it was dark and grimy ended literally quite literally ended on a good note um and i thought that was super sick
0: yeah like backpacking on that that's always been like the focus of benny the butcher even on his newest album i'm gonna mention it again dorian uh <laughs> tana talk <4. laughs> but on that album he says the same thing like yeah he lived the life loved like a drug dealer and he did do that at one point but the whole point of it is to like get out of it eventually because it's not all glorified like that like that path doesn't lead anywhere it doesn't um so he even mentions on that album like he breaks down like some things to like and one of them is getting out of that whole like stage um so yeah him wrapping it up with that i think thanks for bringing that up because that is like it's powerful because it's showing that yeah this whole album is talking about like drug dealing and um like a bunch of street stuff but there is like a positive message to it all like eventually you do want to be out of that and not be in that situation because it doesn't lead anywhere good um, but one of my favorite tracks on this, um it's insane. Um, 18 Wheeler, dude, with Pusha T, dude. This song hypes me up, dude. This song hypes me up every time that I listen to it. Um both of the fact that Benny is like rapping with Pusha T and they're like it his verse segues right into Pusha T and Pusha T like he gives him credit and he gives him homage like uh pusha t's lyrics he's like um he says i'm nothing like you new gangsters pointing guns at the camera i bet you dudes practice in the mirror brick of money to your earlobe same picks same brick something weird though (laughs) like that's pusha t like you know just flowing just like rapping like he always does and then at the end of it like he's like he gives credit to benny the butcher he's like the only drug dealer out in fashion week with the 80-20 s- split like Master P. Shout out Master P. Why would you ever 50-50? You ain't half of me. Benny the Butcher coming after me.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: so, so he's like saying like, like, yeah, like he did this. But like Benny the Butcher is catching up to push a T. Like as far right. as coke rap goes, like when you think of coke rap, there's a couple names that come up. Definitely push a T is on top, and he's yeah, saying, Hey, Bang the Butcher's t- coming t- up, you know. And we, I'm surprised no one said it. The Butcher coming, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that uh, that hook that he always says, but yeah, man, great album, uh, one of my favorites, so great pick. I
1: also want to bring up like, uh, this is gonna sound like really weird and nerdy. Uh, but crowns for kings um so black thoughts uh lyrics kinda like i this sounds really weird but i i i, I actually cried, <laughs> I cried one time w- in listening to this because his lyrics are so like powerful and meaningful coming from a minority that's struggling um and he it is just like lyrics like um, where is it? Um, he says, <clears throat> I see my seat at the table to be a blessed throne, triumph and tragedy. His majesty muscle never a trap would eat. The devil is a casualty, sucker. You'll never catch in me, even though you've been after me, motherfucker you got to bring an army to harm me. I occupy the capacity of decapitator of his hater in his modern day. My dossier, no less, dealer spray combossier. Like, it's just stuff like that that he says that is amazing and stuff like, um, we was blue-black stuck in a glue trap. I have to pull my own self up by the bootstrap where everybody play their own part like a tooth gap and old heads teach the young hitters to shoot back. I've been living proof that the pressure makes precious stones. Like, I listen to that and I'm like, man, you're coming from like a very heartfelt, oppressed society and you're just speaking about it to a level that is quite literally poetry. Like, it's amazing to hear... Somebody really like you know express themselves like that. Um, and it's it's super dope. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I really love the intro to this album where he's talking about the wolf blade who put the blade there for the wolf, um, which basically is like the government is putting the blade there, the wolf, the hunter. The, the, the hunter is licking the blade, blood come, comes out, and, like, he's trying to lick that because he thinks it's food, but it's not, and he's only killing himself. So that's basically that one intro is, like, talking about how the government made the projects and how they're in, encapsulating these people in this very dangerous environment that's under, underfunded um so i thought it was a very interesting track um i don't know yeah but that's i have a little bit more to say
0: but what do you guys have to say
3: go go right ahead pal i don't have i don't really have anything else i did uh i did want
0: to bring up the uh the 38 special um track 38 Special and benny the butcher have they've done projects together um so they have really good chemistry, and I really like 38 Special also as a lyricist. Um, one, of the, one of the funny like lyrics that he says, um, he's like, running the car with bricks, that's one brave move. I never did it. That's why my chick one played mule. Uh, they say they want gunplay, cool, but they don't really want it. They don't really want to go there. It's like Sunday school. Them dudes dead on arrival. Don't question the title. No chance for survival. They ain't checking your vital. The fast car with a gun trying to catch up to rivals. I got a lamb and a stick like I'm fresh out of the Bible. <laughs> and then he says, a young dude with Mexican idols. I left from Ohio. We just met up, up for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> and like... And he even says, he's like, complexion for connection. I'm male and albino. I went broke and sold wax like I'm selling a vinyl. (laughs) Like, lyrically, like, everyone that's on this album, dude, like, they all have super good chemistry. Um, They're all, like, very thought-out lyrics. But, yeah, it's just all ill, dude. It's this whole project. Like, it's super good. Um, And And it's something, too, that, like, I mean, we... I've kind
1: of mentioned it already. Uh, the whole Latino um, nod in hip hop, like the Latino, um, how do I say it, um, play or whatever. Um, it was really dope to hear 38 Special give Latinos a nod where he's like, yo, I'm out of Ohio. I got Mexican idols. We just met up for single de Mayo. I'm like, yo. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, Yo, shout out. Like, that just gives me a big grin on my face every time I hear it. Um, and 38 Specials lyrics on that track is unbelievable. Uh, I got a lamb and a spit, like, I'm fresh out the Bible. Like, damn. And then talking about selling wax, like, I'm selling a vinyl. <laughs> like, bro, like, Jesus Christ. It's uh, it's it's very good, um, and I also wanted to mention the funny line that Benny the Butcher says on Crowns for Kings. He's like, um, what is it? he's like, very funny, and if, like, I'll send you guys the video in the chat, um, but he does, like, a live version of the song. It's called C-T-R-L. It's kind of like colors. I don't know if you guys know what colors it is. But CTRL is, like, similar to that, too. Um, and he did that. It, unfortunately, it was just his ver- His verses, not Black Thought. But um, <laughs> the funny, very funny line, because it's, like, he's showing how long he's been rapping and how long he's been doing shit, even though he's relatively new. He says... See, before I knew it, a and R, I I was weighing hard back when Nicki Minaj was in a training bra, <laughs> was in a training bra, uh, and I thought that was probably like a very funny lyric because it's like, yo, know, Nicki Minaj is like, oh, you know, I'm not here, and he's like, yo, I've been doing dirt <laughs> longer, like I've been doing dirt and weighing hard when you were a fucking child, you know? And it's fucking dope to to see that lyricism and, and for him to express that.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah, no, uh, like y'all said, you know, it's it was weird to me that like this album was so short because of, you know, just kind of the content of it. It was pretty, I thought that was kind of interesting, but uh my top 3 songs were uh Crowns for Kings and then Sunday School. Y'all mentioned a couple lyrics off of both of those and then Took the Money to the Plugs House. I just loved that beat for that song. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if I had to pick a uh, top 3, definitely um 18 Wheeler cuz that song hypes me the fuck up. Um I really like 5 to 50. Um and then I really like um sunday school but i think all of these songs can they like vary like different days i could put different songs in my top three um yeah this whole album one of definitely one of my more favorite um benny the butcher albums um but yeah everybody on here kills it all of the producers all the features it's
2: just a solid project front to back so front to back
1: for your top three matt
2: um Like I said earlier, I didn't really have a top three, Uh, just kind of a a great album altogether, you know, stood out. I like the last track on the album for sure, Um, but yeah, just start to finish nice and short and sweet. And, you know, I enjoyed it. So good pick, good pick.
1: So 5 to 50 is definitely my favorite off the album. Um, And then I have to choose. How's the key? And then the third one is, like, a hard pick between um, the intro and Sunday Or, yeah, Sunday school. Um, but I think I have to go with the intro for, for, for my third pick because it just – it's very meaningful. And I, I think it, it might be overlooked a lot, but it's very meaningful and – for. A lot of people and minorities like myself i think i'm not black i'm mexican but i think that was very very impactful very important uh, yeah yeah
0: no uh great picks man great great album that was benny the butcher plugs I met one um, there was a follow-up to it it's mediocre but this one's fire <laughs> <laughs> this one's fire this one's good um, definitely check it out uh, we'll be adding a couple of songs on this to the playlist definitely um, how are we feeling do we want to jump right into the next one or
3: just give me two seconds I'll be right
0: back sure. Matt me or you who uh, you- why don't you go for it man i'm excited to talk about your album let's do it more All than right. mine actually let's do it well let's get right into it, then boys um my album that i chose this week was um badu uh, with a baduism debut album came out in 97, 1997. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know what can be said that hasn't already been been said. Um, Erica Badu is like highly regarded as like, they call her like the queen of of neo-soul, but it's like very uh, R&B neo-soul. She gets placed up there a lot with uh, D'Angelo Maxwell. It's a fantastic album, um, one of my favorites. Um, it was funny, last week when I was picking out like what song or what album I was going to pick out, um, I was making breakfast, and I was like debating on whether I would spin uh, Mama's Gun or uh, Baduism, and I chose this, and it kind of just sold me, so I picked it for this week. Um, but yeah, what, uh, what do you guys have to say? I'll let y'all go first on this one.
1: Oh, so I'm glad you brought up uh, Mama's Gun, because Mama's Gun, I love Mama's Gun so much. Um, but then also this album, Baduism, has a special place in my heart for because I grew up listening to this. Um, and this is definitely like a nighttime joint. Like you want to play this at night um and other side of the game that song um really is probably like my favorite because like i don't know like matt and you dorian like you guys probably had like um late night shifts at a certain job right so like i would i have late night shifts right now so like i'll come home like at 10 or 11 and be super tired but I need to make food and you know I'm like cutting shit up and like making food and stuff like that and that song just like makes sense like I don't know like I just I have so many memories of me just coming home like really tired and I'm playing this song um and it's really cool um Sometimes, such a good song too. Um, I just really love her voice. Like it, it her voice is like something different. Um, a lot of people want to compare Erica and uh, Lauren Hill. If you guys are familiar with her, um, they're both very talented, good singers. Um, but Erica, Badu, do just man. My heart <laughs> like beats for for her stuff. Um, very glad you picked this, Jacob. Baduism is such
2: a good, such a good album. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, like you said, George. It you know it, it kind of brings you back to when you first heard this album and like those songs that you remember um, and those memories that you have for those songs. But her voice is you know angelic in a sense. Uh, to compare her is almost obsolete, you know, unless you're, like, talking about maybe Nina Simone, like, as far as being a standout artist, like, she's got her own voice, and anytime I hear it, I still get, like, not goosebumps, but the hair on the back of my neck stands up, and, like, just, it's inspirational, like, right? you can feel her pain, you can feel her happiness, you can feel her soul every time she sings, you know, I love Apple Tree. that song gets me every time, uh, Other Side of the Game, like you said earlier, um, Next Lifetime is probably my favorite track on that album, um, but, Man, she's just so uh, unique, you know. She just does her thing and like doesn't give a fuck, and just you know speaks from the heart, and uh, you can hear it in her lyrics on every track on that album. It's like start to finish, like it's just a, it's almost like a concept album the way the way it flows. I and mean, then you know, it's it's in my top three as far as uh, female artists go. She's just one of those you know unique artists that uh, sets herself apart. So great pick, really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, it uh really was a great pick, man. Uh Erica Badu, uh like you kind of started off, Jacob, what can't be said about her in general and what can't be said about or what can be said at this point because it's you know, she's in my opinion probably the most talented one of the most talented singer-songwriters of the past 30 years, you know. Like this was just And I love that like damn near every single debut album that we've talked about on this, on the show, uh, including the next one we're going to talk about have all been just, just so damn good. Like it just, and Baduism is probably one of the stronger debuts we've talked about, you know, probably the strongest in my opinion. Cause it's just, it really is like, Hey, this is, this is who I am. This is the music. And yet Matt, you're, I agree with you fully when you said, you know, it's, it almost feels like a concept album. When I listen to this cover to cover, it reminds me very much of uh, Fuji's album that we covered. Cause it kind of goes the same. It kind of has that same journey, even though if it's not blatantly talked about uh, like one track to the next, they sound kind of similar and they'll make like slight little references, whether it's like a, a certain beat that they're using or, you know, she's, singing about something that was mentioned in a song prior or earlier in the album or foreshadowing even, uh, just a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff happening in this. Uh, I love that the beats do change per se, but you could almost just play an instrumental version of this album and it would almost feel like the same, almost feel like the same song, you know, from cover to cover. Uh, I love this. Uh, this was a fantastic pick, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh geez. <laughs> yeah. No, I
1: know, man.
0: It's it's
1: So I listen to a lot of oldies and sometimes like they have a cappella version. This is an even though I love absolutely love the production behind this album, I would gladly listen to an a cappella version of her just singing. Um uh, like you said Matt, it's like angelical like she has such a beautiful voice um and yeah like that's just definitely like something that i would like to hear unfortunately it doesn't exist <laughs> but yeah it's just uh definitely a nighttime joint for me um yeah it's very good yeah i, I-
0: I love this album, dude. It's uh, definitely one of my favorites. Um, one of the stronger tracks I feel like is Sometimes. Um originally that that song is produced by the Roots. Um and originally it was gonna be uh the Roots song. Um, but they heard Erica Badu um throw the hick the the hic- throw the <laughs> throw the, the, the hook on it. Um, and they just decided to give it to her and let her do um, like make it her own And man, that song it's probably one of my more favorite songs um, it was funny uh, on memorial day I spent a lot of the day with, uh, with at my parents house because I was doing some stuff with my car there um, and I was talking to my dad about this album and he was like, oh your mom knows what that is and I was like, no there's no way, she does not um, and then I asked my mom about it. I'm like, Hey, do you know who, what this is? Do you know who Erica Badu is? She's like, Oh yeah, I, I, I like this. I've, I've heard of this. And like, I just played a random song for her. I was like, no, you know what this is? And she's like, yeah, no, I've like, I've heard of this before. Like I used to listen to this a lot, like back in the day and it blew my mind, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? You're blowing my mind right now, dude. Yeah.
1: That's so cool.
2: That's awesome.
0: Fuck, dude? Oh, it blew my-, my mind, dude. I'm like, this is fucking badass. Uh, but I mean, like... At this point, who hasn't heard of Erica Badu? I think it's gone like triple platinum, or platinum or something. This album, um, it's it's done crazy numbers. Um, it's been on like the Billboard Top Ten, like couple of the singles on this song. I think on and on, um, and sometimes and Apple Tree. I think they were all singles, but they've all been in the like Billboard Top Ten for like a couple weeks when they came out. For um, good. <laughs> yeah, with for yeah for very good reason because it's like fantastic all of it is really really good um but yeah man it's it's one of those albums that i can play like whenever i'm always in the mood for some good erica badu like she her voice is just so soothing it's so like silky smooth um yeah man she she is amazing um this it's pretty cool it's a gatefold um and in the inside of it it shows um like all the lyrics and it has all the like credits to the production and like who inspired her um it's pretty dope it's kind of heavy but it's got like a bunch of pictures on it too which is what's really cool and a lot of like writing on it um but yeah man this album one of my more favorite albums it blew my mind that my my parents knew what this was um it blew my mind (laughs) It blew
1: my mind dude yeah yeah but this is the uh, top three
0: on, on this album uh man it's hard to pick <laughs> really hard to pick really really funny also quick note i wanted to mention the the skit the afro freestyle skit um it's funny that she named name, dra- name drops the like wu-tang on there um like wu-tang clan because uh like it's it's just like talking most of it but uh She's like, so I braided my hair. hair Well, Uh, yes, you did, and yeah, you said that you were gonna take me to go see Wu Tang Baby, (laughs) like, like name drops like that, and like little like hints to like other artists. I love when uh, when artists do that, Um, even if it's just like just a little something slight there. Um, But yeah, fantastic album. Nothing more really can be said. Like it's gotten so much appraisal from everyone everywhere so um but yeah what uh what other thoughts do you guys have about it
3: i i don't really have any honestly for me it's just it, it really does like almost make you speechless listening to it like it's just so it's just gorgeous to to throw an adjective on it, it is just a gorgeous piece of work uh it like very rarely does an album sound like this nowadays and i'm very very happy that you brought this up I mean, y'all saw the reaction when he pulled that out last week. I, that was like one of the funniest parts of editing last episode for me was the three like me, George and Matt lost our fucking mind when you pulled this up. We're like, oh, OK, like, yes, I think is like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, it was. Yeah. So just fantastic pick. If I had to pick top three off of it, gun to my head, I'm doing other side of the game. Number one. Uh, number two will be apple tree and then three is drama for me i really like that track
2: nice yeah i love apple tree that's my favorite pick on the album uh coming second would be certainly and then finish it off with other side of the game just because that's just a song that you just it's one of those songs i can hear over and over again and just, i'm not gonna skip that track i'm gonna hear the song all the way through so yeah those are my three uh, my three is
1: other side of the game um i like that it's it's a longer track it's like almost seven minutes long um but that's just a song that i just fucking love hearing um on and on and then sometimes those are my three picks um and i I also just want to say like it's cool listening to this album because like it i feel every time i listen to this i feel like i'm celebrating uh the strength of women um, it's a very, she's very, uh, how do I say it? Like on the cover, she's very sensual. Like it's very, like she's celebrating like how she looks and everything like that. And I love that. I'm um, into photography, so I like seeing that. And I think it's very powerful and important. Um, yeah, those are, those are my three picks.
0: Yeah, no, if I had to pick a three, it's hard. Um, but if i had to um i'm doing sometimes because that like just the beat for it um and just the lyrics on it i love it that's probably my favorite song but um give me sometimes let me get on and on because that's also a hit and it's such a good follow-up to rimshot which rimshot is also a great intro to a album um and then next lifetime i really like next lifetime i like how it's like that has that dialogue in the beginning and it just like soothes into and then you hear the beat come in and then she just starts singing and yeah the way she sings throughout this whole album really is like out of this world um if you haven't heard of this definitely give it a listen and yeah just get lost just get lost in her music get lost in the album because it's definitely one of those that will do that to you
1: I think i just want to mention like real quick like i think it's like a very she's so soothing it's uh it's funny like her last album was mama's gun it's very like she comes from a mother perspective where she's so soothing and you could hear you could hear it in her voice and everything like that and i fucking love it uh and yeah i, I think just like she's so passionate about it that you could really hear it and i think back to what you guys were saying about debut albums i think the reason why debut albums are so good is because they go into it straight up you know like they go into it they're so passionate and they they put all their emotions into their first project and that's usually why in my opinion is why debut albums are very good um yeah, uh she she's amazing. I love her. <laughs> yeah,
2: great pick, man. That's a great album. Great pick. Yeah,
1: no, it,
0: I, I had to. I had to bring it up at some point because it can't be understated how much not only it means to me personally, but uh, just to like the whole music scene in general and R and B and neo soul. So I think it's very important. One of the albums that definitely is up there in in my eyes. Um, but yeah, that was Erica Badu, uh, Baduism. Um, so let's get into the next one now. Do we want to jump into it right away or?
2: Yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so my pick for this week was, and I'm going to probably mispronounce this first word, but Amethyst Rockstar by Saul Williams.
0: Core. Fuck it, I'ma keep speaking till my throat sores. An MC told a crowd of hundreds to put their hands in the air An armed robber stepped to a bank and told everyone to put their hands in the air A Christian minister gives his benediction while the congregation holds their hands in the air Love the image of the happy Buddha with his hands in the air Hands up you feel confused, define tomorrow Your belief system ain't louder than my car system Nigga walked down my block with his rottweiler I subwoofer for and a unleash, each one teach one The DJ spins a new philosophy into a barren mind I can't follow it, my head nods as if to clear the last enemy inn- from an actor's sketch uh,
2: debut studio album produced by rick rubin who, if you know rick rubin he's been behind bands like slayer and a numerous amount of bands that he just adds his own sound to it um, saul williams is more known for his spoken word aspects he was an actor before he started music um, and he's still an actor today so for him to make a hip-hop album was a little different you know spoken words not for everybody but i feel like this album blended a lot of uh electronic beats old school hip-hop beats and you know he can he can rap street if he wants to but can, he can also break it down to spoken word like he does throughout the whole album um and it's just for one of me it's it's like a hidden gem like everybody knows Saul williams from maybe some follow-up stuff uh list of demands written on the palm of my hands you know you know everybody knows that song um, so this one is a little bit different than his normal style you get the guitars in there you get all the other instruments in there and it's just a well-rounded album not for everybody um i love poetry and when it's done in a way that's just like out there like some of his the words that he uses and like you know the directions that he goes and the flows that he have are it's more it's like about like his life uh, modern day life and like the struggles of everybody you know he's not really like pinpointing certain culture it's just like a struggle for everybody you know and he has a lot of good points in his lyrics and this album was just a. Uh, a standout to me for a debut album. Um, what do you guys think? Um,
1: so I wanted to mention uh, the way he wraps some of the songs. The flow is like very similar to Arm and Hammer, and I don't know if you picked that up, Jacob, or noticed that, but it's very similar to Arm Hammer.
2: Yeah, to
0: like, to also, like Arm and Hammer and Billy Woods, like Billy Woods more. I feel like. Yeah and uh
1: he the he's very like spiritual i feel like and like you mentioned like poetry driven um and it reminds me of this other artist which an album that i want to bring up uh, eventually but uh it he reminds me a lot of this artist called uh jeru the the damager i don't know if you guys know who that is but uh he sounds like like that um and like I mentioned with um, Run the Jewels, I feel like this is a very genre-bending album because there is kind of like electronic um, elements to it, but it's there's a lot of rock elements to it, and I feel like that's something that I haven't heard of, especially like that early. Um, and it was very interesting to hear and and. See, um and also i want to mention i can't believe i never never knew of this person i like wow <laughs>
2: that's why i'm here i'm here to introduce and you yeah. guys are introducing oh. me too it's I'm great glad.
1: love it yeah i'm glad you you mentioned this album because like i i never knew of this person like i i thought i thought i was sounds conceited i thought i was into hip-hop and new underground i didn't even know of this person you humbled me. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, same, dude. I had not, I had not heard of this album or this guy. I looked into it, and yeah, like you said, he did. He's been in a couple movies, um, and he's done a bunch of different albums. Um, but man, I really like this. I really saw myself enjoying a lot of this because I do appreciate in in music like uh, like poetry and like lyricism, and he when he's rapping he's kind of doing like spoken word um like it's poetry but it's all it's like on the verge of like spoken word poetry like he's like kind of just like saying a bunch of stuff and like he's just going off like he has like some flows here and there but a lot of it's just like him just like talking and he's just like like just being poetic with it um yeah this a lot of it uh george already kind of mentioned it and you did matt but he, like, crosses in between, like, hip-hop, and then it goes into, like, electronic music, and then there's, like, some, like, rock, like, in it also, which is really cool that he's, like, he's, like, rapping over, not necessarily rapping, but he's, like, you know, like, uh, like it's kind of, like, poetic, and he's, like, doing that over, like uh, like, a rock anthem um which is what's really cool about it i think it shows like the like just the range like the volume that he has that he can do like kind of all of those um but yeah great album a lot of these songs i really liked um one of the one of my more favorite ones was penny for a thought Um, just because like the lyrics on it it's like so it's like
2: it's just yeah
0: it's mind-blowing man it's like it's like funny but it's like real woke and it's like all like like one of the lyrics that i brought up um and then i looked into he was like this fool actually thinks he can drive his hummer on the moon blasting dmx off the soundtrack of a south park cartoon (laughs) like like that's awesome that he's he's referencing not only dmx but south park um but yeah like him like as like uh like from a lyrical standpoint like he has a lot to say and it's like a lot of meaning that is put into this i feel like um but yeah i really enjoyed it it was really good i
1: think yeah. also like so i'm like really into poetry and, and rappers really get into uh the poetry side of things um and this is an album that i definitely can appreciate uh, because i'm a fan of i mean you guys know i'm a fan of common common does so much like good like poetry style raps um and it angers me because like there's a couple of people that i know that they're like oh this person's talking over a beat like it's more than that it there it's poetry (laughs) <laughs> on a beat uh, and not something that Saul williams did um and it's super cool to see
2: or to hear
3: <laughs> yeah uh kind of like what you guys had said i hadn't really like i the name Saul williams like rung a bell in my head but it was like a tiny tiny ass bell in the back of my brain couldn't make a connection as to why the name sounded familiar but my god dude like i went on a walk last monday and had my earbuds in and i you know started listening to run the jewels and i was like i fuck this i'm gonna spin it when i get home let's dive into matt's and that intro to la 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 came on and i was like oh okay like let's see if this is you know a tone setting you know opening track and um i mean it was but by god did nothing sound like that song off of the album it was like hey we're gonna do this and then the rest of it's just gonna take you on a ride and i had been listening to other music on spotify Before I went on my walk. And by the time I got to the track Robeson, I thought that I had like some shit queued up because I was like, is this a fucking Rammstein song? Like, what is going on? Like, the industrial (laughs) intro to it. I was like, I was like, what the hell is this? And then I was like, all right, cool. Put my phone back in my pocket and just kept walking. I was like, and it is, it is a musical journey, not just, you know, and a lot of albums are musical journeys, but they kind of stick to a mold, you know, and there's just, parts to this album where it's like you know you're either in my opinion like uh, the one where he's talking about the South Park cartoon you know it made me think like oh this is what like someone's brain looks like on fucking DMT or something you know it was just so the stuff he was saying he's like I gotta get to Saturn or I gotta get to Saturn on time to pick him up from school and I'm like what in the actual hell it's just and it's so dense like it's It's not the longest album, there's definitely longer, it doesn't even clock an hour, but I had to listen to this like three times over, like in a row, to like really wrap my head around about what was going on. Uh, I love the musical style that's on this, you know, La La La, very classic hip-hop kind of beat, and then you get into songs like Omni, Omni American, which... Are just like rock anthems. I thought it, I thought he was about to turn into Len, Lenny Kravitz halfway through that song. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> um, but fantastic pick, Matt. I'm gonna revisit this album a lot. It is phenomenal in so many different ways. I I fucking loved it, dude.
2: I'm glad you guys liked it. It's you know it's definitely different for. For some people that, you know, aren't used to that spoken word hip-hop, but uh, it definitely stands out, you know. It's unique in that sense, Um, and I know a lot of his uh, spoken word, he doesn't have a lot of raps, but, like, some of the things he says, like, cartons of the Milky Way with pictures of a missing planet, you know. What have you bought into? How much will it cost to buy you out? And then my favorite, you know, I'm the son of a minister, love of a teacher, my mother taught me well, so I rebel. I'm the bell retold, yet a story untold, the hidden face behind a rock that was rolled. It's like, dude, you're just like, yeah. You're like, it's, dope. <laughs> it's, and like, like, it's yeah. like that where it's, you know, I'm not hearing a lot of, you know, swearing and I'm not hearing a lot of like, you know, just like bullshit rap that you hear. It's just like, it, it it makes you realize that there's people out there that can still write lyrics, you know, and write from the heart and not, you know, be convoluted with all that, you know, the back noise and all that, you should write like this, you know, it's like, you know just a great album so i'm glad you guys liked it uh, my favorite three tracks on there penny for a thought obviously with all the great lyrics in there um la la's pretty good uh robeson um and i like our father even though it's kind of a slower song it's just very like it's you know talking about somebody's father and like you know what it means to be a father and like you know i'm sure he dealt with that in his life and we've all dealt with that you know in different ways so it's a good it's a good anthem to know you overcome that and, like i feel like his his music to me is inspirational in that thought to overcome those obstacles that we all face. So that's my final thought.
0: Yeah, no, that I really like. I'm glad you brought that up, Matt, um, our father, because it is it's a little longer. And I feel like the first like half of that song, it's um, I don't know who's saying it or what it's from, but it, it's it's it sounds like it's like a pastor that he's like, like giving a speech or whatever. Um, But it does break down and it goes into, like you said, like a father figure and how like we need a father figure in our life and everyone does and like how he breaks it down. At one point, I think he's talking about like how this hits deep to me because my dad, he my dad would always bring this up to me um, whenever me and him were around. Um, My dad didn't grow up having a a father figure, um, unfortunately. And he always tried to be the best dad that he was for me because um, he didn't have one growing up. So when I was listening this over, it, it really hit me deep because I was like, man, this is like, he's like saying some real stuff. Like it's, it is important to grow up with that because that kind of like segues your life and like it leads you up to like the path that, you know, you want to be something, you want to live up to like someone's expectations um but yeah throughout this whole album man it's really deep a lot of the lyrics on it are <laughs> really crazy um that that you mentioned that matt i i like hearing it like you say it it sounds like so much It sound it, i feel like it hits like so much more when you actually listen to it too um because yeah like he sometimes like in his poetry he's just like going really fast and saying really fast like a bunch of stuff he'll say like uh 10 words like in two seconds right but if you like read you it like Where are we at? yeah 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 it's like real deep and you're like oh man there's like there's some weight behind these words mm-hmm. but yeah uh i'm i like omni-american i like how it's kind of it's kind of like a play on words when he every time he says that he's like omni but it sounds like he's saying like i'm the i'm the american and then he just goes off into it um, which I think is really cool. Um, Billy Woods does that a lot, like we mentioned from Arm and Hammer. Um, Billy Woods, its solo stuff. He this reminds me of a lot of Billy Woods, um, like it's like open, like not open, um, but it's like spoken word um, and like poetry, and I think that's really badass. But yeah, man, for real, thank you for bringing this up. I will be really this album some more because yeah, there's a lot, a lot of substance on this, so yeah that's basically my final thoughts um my favorite tracks on this um i'd say penny for a thought um untimely meditations uh because that is like just like strictly poetry and just like him like there is like a like kind of a beat in the background you could say but it's just him like just going off and just like saying like a bunch of stuff and like reading into it man like it like open your eyes a little bit, um, and then 1987 um, don't know where, or how, but that like rock like in in it that's like in the whole track super good i think it I think it shows a lot like the range, like from hip hop to electronic and to rock, so that's why I enjoy this album so much.
1: I think my uh favorite tracks are my my top one is uh fearless uh like how you're saying jacob the range the fearless is definitely like hip-hop but also very rock orientated um so i love fearless uh penny for a thought and then la 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 man those tracks definitely were very amazing um and I just want to mention, like, real quick, because, like, you, you, you guys kind of alluded to it, but it's like, and I mentioned this on the last episode where, uh, when you're an angsty, you know, teenager, this, this album really, you could connect with it. You could really feel what he's saying. Um, but yeah, those are my top three.
3: Yeah. And, I think my top three uh, would be number one, "La La La." I just that intro is just it, and then the fact that nothing really sounds that, you know, niche of you know that classic hip hop sound. That would be number one. Number two would be "Omni American," as y'all said. Uh, fun fact: I found out about this this morning. Uh, the drums on that there was additional drumming from Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on that song which I thought was oh, really nifty. And then number three would be Tau of Now. I loved that song. I thought that song was really great. But yeah, those are my top three for this.
2: Thanks. I'll throw a final plug in there. Uh, his follow-up album is really good. He's got a he's got a Zach appearance in there on one of his tracks. Um, some good songs on that. And then he had an album uh, shortly after that produced by Trent Reznor. So you can imagine the Nine Inch Nails collaboration with his poetry and that sound. It's... Anything you're thinking? That's what it sounds like. It, it's it's great. It's definitely worth listening to. So glad you guys liked it. That's badass. No, I'm definitely gonna be looking into. It,
0: um, after this, at some point, I will be looking into that because I really enjoyed this. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was um, that was basically it for all of our albums. Saul Williams, Amethyst Rockstar, um, fantastic album. Um, but. As far as this week's picks, what do you guys got for us in store? What picks do you guys got? Let's um, let's go. Let's do the round. I think we started out with Dorian. So, Dorian, what uh, what do you got for us?
3: Uh, As Matt was kind of saying before we started recording, and I kind of echoed his sentiment, I'm a little nervous for how y'all are going to accept this. (laughs) I've got People Who Can Eat People Are the Luckiest People in the World by AJJ. Uh, This is not what the album cover looks like. This is the vinyl release. Uh, I got the blue version. There's a yellow one. The normal album cover has like a drawing of a rabbit on it. Uh, Little folk punk album. It's their second album from 2007. AJJ, a little folk punk band from Arizona. I had an album in mind. And then yesterday I was on Facebook and saw that they're actually coming to Eugene for the first time in years. And I'm definitely going to go. And I listened to this album yesterday and was like, Fuck it, I have to pick this. Like, just because, like, I'm super stoked for that. So, yeah, people who can eat people are the luckiest people in the world. By A.J.J. That's my pick.
0: Dude, I love that. Uh, that album cut. That's the title, dude. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty badass. I've never heard of that, but I will be looking into that. Um, next pick, uh, George. What album do you got for us?
1: Uh, their debut album and self-titled album. AC in the Sunshine Band.
2: Yeah, let's go.
1: It's, uh, I definitely would say pick the remastered version and listen to the remastered version uh, that came
0: out in 2004, I think. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my pick. Hell yeah! Nice, great pick so far. Um, mine, I originally thought about going back to hip hop, but I'm gonna veer. I'm going to take a sharp right turn here. Um, my next album, don't know if you guys are ready for this or if you guys even know what this is, um, but it is uh, kind of hard to pronounce. Uh, Kikagaku Moyo. Yo. Um, uh, Masana Temples. It's. Uh, I, know that. <laughs> it's uh, I just saw this uh, yesterday in store and I had to pick it up. Um, but it's a Japanese band out of Tokyo. Um, yeah, it's some good stuff. I hope you are ready for it. But um, Matt, uh,
2: what's, uh, what's your pick for next week? Uh, I decided to kind of go with something that means a little bit more to me. Uh, I've got a tattoo. I've got two tattoos, both on each arm. Um, and one of them kind of represents this band that I'm going to introduce. Uh, it's a band out of Iceland called Sigur um, the band or the album that I'm going to do is Agiteus Birnum. You know, it's all Icelandic, so I don't know if I pronounced that right. Um, I think you guys will enjoy it. You've probably heard some of the tracks uh, in a lot of movies that have been out in the last 20 years. But um, I'm excited because, uh, you know, yeah, one of those albums that means a lot to somebody. And, it, you know, that's me. So
1: Very interesting. I'm, I'm yeah. very interested into uh, like European type music. I'm super into Stereolab, which came out in, like, the 60s. Uh, and then, Dory, you talk about that German heavy metal band. I forget the name. Rammstein. Rammstein.
3: Yeah. So I'm excited to, to hear that, Matt. That's awesome. Awesome. I'll have to have you send me uh, that album so I can get the album cover put in the episode, because I will not remember or even know how to spell that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You got it. Yeah, yeah, no. Great, great picks. Great episode this time, guys. Uh, That was episode 12 of What You Spinning. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us, everyone here. Um, And then shout out to all the viewers and all the listeners. Um, But, yeah, with that being said, that wraps us up. Um, We'll catch you guys next time.
2: Deuces.